good? We're good. Okay. What's up, everyone? <laughs> this is episode four of the Track Talk podcast. We are your hosts, Emma and Hannah. We want to put a little bit of a disclaimer on this episode because one of our mics is just kind of feeling a little tired, a little hungover. We're not sure about her. So we're just using one today. Yeah. So we apologize for any audio issues. We are working on it. Yeah. It'll be better next episode. I think we're getting a little better each time. Yeah. Hopefully. It's definitely a learning curve for us, but I feel like, like you said, every episode we're just getting better and better at this. So... We've had an off weekend. Mm-hmm. No race this no weekend. No race this weekend. But this is our official Australia prediction podcast slash what else is going on this week. I didn't even think of any predictions. Honestly, I feel like you could probably wing it. Okay. Do we think Max is winning? <laughs> probably, honestly. Straight off, off the hop. Okay. I honestly, We yeah. think Max is winning. This this has to do with, with like the podium predictions. Mm-hmm. Every driver who has ever landed their 101st podium... Mm-hmm has won. And so Fernando got his 100th podium last oh. race. People think that he's going to win because it just like follows the okay. pattern. I mean, you can't base it off anything except the pattern. So do you want to take Fernando as your winner? I don't think that's a terrible take. I'll put Fernando okay. as he'll win for well, Australia just to follow that 101. Yeah. Let's also mention here that uh, Max has never won in Australia. No. Max's best ever finish in Australia was second. That was last at last year's race, um, or I'm sorry, not last year, 2021's race, because last year he had a DNF. Before that, he's finished third and sixth. So in the history of Max at the Australian Grand Prix, it hasn't really been his race, but he finds a way to win everywhere. So I'm going to take him as my winner this weekend. Okay. Now I wonder, because he didn't finish qualifying last week, or at the last race, and he DNF'd the last time he was in Australia. I wonder if it's mental at that point. Like if It might be. Maybe he's in his head. Maybe he'll be in his head a little bit. I think him being in his head or him having another like issue, engine issue, mm-hmm. whatever, it's going to be Checo's opportunity to get ahead. Mm-hmm. I think that if Checo and Max were to start on the grid at the same, like one and two, mm-hmm. Max would win. Yeah. So Max would need something seriously wrong for yeah. Checo to pull ahead. Yeah. But I'm looking at the stats from last year, the championship standings after last race, mm-hmm. after last year, Australia. Max wasn't even in the top five. Well, he DNF'd. Because he had DNF'd. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, I guess, at the end of Australia last year, it was Charles, George, Carlos, Checo, and Lewis, which is absolutely insane compared yeah. to this year. That is so crazy. Also, I have here, there's some little fun, like facts about the Australian Grand Prix is... This is going to be like the six-year anniversary of Lance joining F1. He made his debut six years ago at Australia. Only six? Yeah. He raced for Williams first, hey? Mm-hmm. And then when his dad bought Racing Point, which Racing is Point, now... Yeah. Well, he bought Force India. Force India. Turned it into Racing Point. Then he rebranded Racing Point because Racing Point basically was Force India. And then now it's Aston Martin. And now it's Aston Martin. Six years. Why did I think he was driving for longer? I And I was surprised that it was six. Lance like is you, young. He's like your age. Yeah. Oh my God. So he's been racing since he was what eighteen ish. Yeah. I, I why, yeah. That I is know. a long time. I know. It, that kind it of surprised me. K Mag also made his debut on an Australian Grand Prix, and he podiumed in his debut. I love K Mag. Yeah, I also love K Mag. I'll always be a K Mag fan. Um, um. Okay. So who do you have second then? Let's finish off your podium. Just finish off. So you have Fernando winning. Fernando, Max. Okay. Carlos. Okay. 
wow, no, no Checo up there. No. And no Charles no. up there. And she doesn't even like Carlos people. No. <laughs> I'm going to get absolutely hated if I say I don't like Carlos. I do like Carlos. I don't like him in Ferrari. Right. But I, I think that he will get a podium. Well, that's another stretch because Carlos also DNF'd last year in Australia. What the fuck happened in Australia last year? Just, I, I like I told you in you know, the no, episode, know, I was at the bar. So you know I- what did happen? <laughs> Charles got his first Grand Slam. So that was pole mm. position for qualifying. Uh, fastest, lap, fastest lap. And he won. Yeah. He, that's his first and only Grand Slam that he's yeah. ever gotten. Yeah, that's so true. It was a great weekend for Ferrari last year. So good. Well, for him. For him. So we have some some big footsteps to follow in if we're Charles this weekend. I don't think Charles is going to get a podium. I want okay, him to. Okay, I'm going to put him on my podium. I'm going to say that Max finishes first and then Charles comes second. And I'm going to put Fernando third. You think he's still going to get a podium? Yeah, I think this is a little bit of a stretch for a podium, but I can't just have a regular Max Checo 1-2 prediction every week. First of all, I don't want it to happen. No. Second of all, I don't think it'll happen. But if Checo wins this weekend and Max doesn't, what happens? I mean, it's a street circuit. It is a street circuit. And that's where Checo dominates. Yeah. Oh, do I want to change my predictions now? No, no they're I'm sticking. In. They're okay. Fernando, Max, Carlos. They're, they're locked, locked in. in. Yeah. I don't. Speaking know. of street circuits, we might be getting another one. London. Yes. yes. I wanted to talk to you about that yes. because Silverstone ends in 2024. Yeah. The contract. Yeah. Every other circuit, they're mm-hmm. not being looked at right now. Mm-hmm. Silverstone ends the last race, essentially, could be 2024. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about London mm-hmm. having a street circuit, which I don't know how I, I feel love about it. that. Formula E races in London, yeah. but they race like inside and outside. It's like through a convention center type building. I don't understand how it works. I tried to watch it and I got really confused. Formula E just confuses me in general. It also confuses me. It's very quiet. It's so quiet. <laughs> it is extremely quiet. I mean, Silverstone obviously has all the history, yeah. but I feel like another street circuit is great for F1. And also, when I was reading about this, it said that um, it's actually going to be like a more sustainable course because they're finding that a lot of the emissions that are given off during a, a, an F1 re- weekend are more about the tourism that's happening during that weekend. And, like, people driving to the events and back. Because think about about all the fans. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of these circuits, they're built outside of major hubs. Right. So I think that they're thinking that if it's in London and it's a street circuit, it really won't have the same emissions as Silverstone would. I guess that makes sense. But, I mean, if they're going to talk about reducing their carbon footprint... And being more sustainable. I mean, Formula I, One has a lot to, yeah. They added like extra like races this year. Yeah. Like they added extra races this year. I don't think they're making Absolutely. any steps in the right direction. But that's that's an interesting take, though. It's um, yeah, it is an interesting take. And I'd I, watch. I'd go to London and watch. Absolutely. Are you kidding? It's like all around the city. Yeah, I love a street race race to begin with. Also, it would be a night race. What? I also love a night race. Yeah, I was reading that they would have to. Um, Figure out night race lighting. Ve- uh, Vegas is a night race. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. I love night races. I think we talked about this in our first episode. Vegas, we were trying to figure out if it was on Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. It is on Saturday. It's a Saturday night race. So the race weekend for Vegas was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wow. Okay. A little confused, I, but... I generally, because of, like people want to go out and party after. Yeah. And no one wants to party on a Sunday yeah, night. Like the Vegas hangover. Yeah. 
We just kind of jumped all over the place there. But that's I know okay. We did a little bit. Also, um, I don't know if this... No, your predictions are locked in, so I'm not going to let you change it. But okay. does say that we're calling for rain this weekend at Australia. So that definitely could change. Like, it, I mean, five days out. Yeah, days I out. don't trust it. Australia's never known for being a wet race. That's the thing. No, There's not, not usually... It's not usually raining there. Right. I mean... We're in a state of, like, climate decline right now, so who's to so say? So you never really know. Um, but if every time there's a, a race in the rain, that that meme of Lando comes up all over oh my, my God. social media. Yep. Chaos, chaos. So for it to be the first rainy race of the year and to see that uh, graphic on my social media again, I would be just thrilled. Rain I don't races think they're interesting. I don't think we're going to get a wet race. I don't know. The only thing I want to see this weekend is Daniel Ricardo. That's it. Yeah. So we were going to get into that. I'm seeing some mixed messages. About whether or not Twitter he's going to be there. Twitter is saying he's going to be there. I looked it up on the Australian Grand Prix website. They previously said that he was. Now they're saying, now there's nothing actually. There's nothing? Nothing anymore. And he was just in Vegas this past night. Literally two days ago. Two Yesterday days ago. he was in Vegas. Um, partying with the chain smokers. So that's not to say he won't be there next weekend. He's not going to miss... I don't think he would, but if he does, we are going to get a whole lot of Oscar content, and I just don't want that. Not an Oscar fan? No. Also, (laughs) we found out his girlfriend is Lily. Oh, yeah. Lily is dating Oscar. (laughs) Lily is not dating Logan. Not dating Logan Sargent. We cleared that up. Sorry, Lily. Sorry, Logan. We were so confused. We didn't make it up. No, no, no. There were a bunch of articles that said (laughs) she was linked with Logan, and so we're just like, okay, well, what's the truth? If um, she dated Oscar and then dated Logan, I was going to be like, this girl's living my dream. You want to date Oscar and Logan? Not necessarily, but two drivers. Okay, I was going to say the two drivers that you don't even... That I don't even like. like you don't like them? two drivers. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Kelly. Kelly's done it too. That's true. That's I was true. explaining the whole Kelly and Max situation to my friend who just got into Formula One mm-hmm. and had a breakdown last night because she found out about Charles' godfather. Mm-hmm. So sorry about that. Which we did touch on last weekend. Yeah. I know. She was like, why didn't you tell me that Charles's godfather died? And I was like, maybe if you listen to my podcast, you'd there be you prepared. Go. I was trying to explain the Kelly. Why don't you just explain it for those who don't know? Because I'm sure that there's lots who don't know. I don't even think I know the timeline, though. No, before Max and Daniel Ricardo were teammates at Red Bull, Daniel was teammates with Danny Kvyat. He's a Russian driver. He used to race for Red Bull. Well, he used to race for AlphaTauri, which was formerly called... Toro Rosso. And then he raced with Danny. So Danny Kvyat has been, or he raced Danny Ricardo. Too yeah. many Dannys. There's a lot. I'm but sorry. Danny Kvyat has been in and around Red Bull. So the 2015 season, Daniel Ricardo and Danny Kvyat were teammates. The 2016 season, Max Verstappen comes in and you can take it from here. And he replaces Danny Kvyat. Danny Kvyat was dating Kelly Piquet. If we butcher these names, I'm so sorry. We are really trying here. Honestly, if it was anyone except for Kelly, I'd be sorry. I don't even care. (laughs) And we'll get into why. Um, So Danny Kvyat and Kelly Piquet were together. They weren't married, but they did have a kid. Mm -hmm. Penelope. Baby P. They were together. And then I don't even, I don't, here's the thing. I wasn't a fan of Formula One when this happened. So I've just tried to pick the pieces together myself. But all of a sudden... Max joins Red Bull, replaces Danny Kvyat. Kelly and Danny Kvyat break up. Next thing you know, Kelly is dating Max. And she still has her kid with Danny Kvyat. So Looks like Max and Kelly started dating in 2020, which does make sense with the 
from what I remember. Didn't they break up, Danny Kvyat and Kelly break up in like 2018? Yeah, I think they broke up a little bit before she actually did get with Max, but it's just funny and it's kind of a meme in the F1 world that Max stole Danny's seat. Seat, his girlfriend, and basically his daughter. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the whole Danny Kvyat slash Max slash Kelly thing that's going on. But Another thing that's kind of popped up in the headlines that's related to this is Kelly's dad. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Nelson. Nelson Piquet. Yeah. Nelson, Nelson Piquet. He is a former Formula One world, Formula champion. world champion. So good for him, I guess. Not the best dude. He made some very public and racist comments towards Lewis Hamilton mm-hmm. during a like interview in Brazil mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Especially because Formula One's whole initiative their whole kind of slogan is we race as one and they fight for equality fight for having such a fair and equal workplace and him to make these comments but he's still allowed in the paddock was just kind of not ideal yeah anyway it came out within the last few days he must pay lewis hamilton almost a million dollars usd and moral damages for racist and homophobic comments made against lewis hamilton which good you know like you can't you need to be held accountable for something like that yeah i'm uh I must say I'm shocked that this verdict came through, that that they are making him. Uh, It was like the Human Rights and like LGBTQ Mm -hmm. Commission, uh, wherever this took place, that took action and was like, hey, this something has to be done about this. Especially because Lewis Hamilton is an honorary Brazilian, like Brazil citizen, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So look, we love to see it. Yeah. We. That's free race as one. We race as one. Yeah. We uh, obviously this is it was a very unfortunate kind of circumstance that came about last year and it didn't really even make sense. No. It, Lewis had never said anything about Nelson. Nelson. There was nothing really. Well, Nelson was making comments about the Silverstone incident between Max right. and Lewis. He essentially was like sticking up for Max. He is such a big supporter of Red Bull. Yeah. Honestly, probably a huge part of the funding. Yeah. And his daughter's dating the top driver. Yeah. So yeah. it made headlines. Well, and I mean, hey, if you want to interview a former world champion, absolutely go for it. But the fact that those comments were made were just unreasonable uncalled for uncalled uncalled for for. and then the fact that it was also published yeah is ridiculous too yeah but at the end of the day here lewis is gonna get some reparations which probably not what lewis wants no i think lewis just more so wants he's working towards a fair and inclusive (laughs) environment created by formula one and it's nice to know that men like nelson piquet can't just get away with comments like this right I think Lewis is more just happy about the fact that something was done about it yeah. than the reparation money itself. Probably. <laughs> Another big storyline this week is that Australia has four DRS zones. Did you see this? I thought they only had... They is had it four. new? Yeah. They got rid of one last year, so they're adding it back. They... Well, four? I don't know if there was four or three last year, but I, there for sure is going to be four this year, and that's the most any circuit has. Jeddah has three. Every other circuit has two. Do you want to quickly explain DRS zones? Yeah. We're trying to be... A little bit more. We are also trying to be a little bit more inclusive to our friends and family who are so amazing for supporting us in this podcast mm-hmm. venture, but don't understand Formula One in the slightest. So we're we're trying to help you out here. If you're watching the races, they don't take the time to explain what DRS is. Right. They're assuming that you know, which if you're watching a race, you usually do. Yeah. But for those who don't, Emma. <laughs> Why me? Okay. DRS uh, stands for Drag Reduction System. Yeah. Essentially, there is the rear wing of the car. Think of it like blinds um, Mm -hmm. on a window Mm -hmm. and there's like slats. So for the most part, when you're driving, these slats are together. 
that's just how you have to drive a car. I'm trying to explain this in the most basic terms. That's okay. Yeah. That, like, that's a good, slots is good. And they're usually closed. Yes, they're closed. They have to be. Yeah. During the DRS zone, there are certain, in, there are certain times throughout the race when drivers are able to open the slats for DRS. So that just means that instead of it being closed, it's open and that allows for more, I don't know where it's less drag. It's yes. Literally drag less reduction. drag. Like, like that's yeah. it. Less drag. It makes, makes you go cars faster. Go faster. <laughs> that's it. It makes cars go faster. That's all you need to know. But you need to be within one second of the car ahead of you. Yeah. You cannot have DRS activated if there's no one in front of you. Yeah. You can't just activate it if you're within two seconds of the car in front of you. Yeah. You have to be within a second. There has to be a car there. The whole idea is so it helps with overtaking yeah. and passing and catching up to the car in front of you. But the fact that Australia has four of these zones, that's... I'm going to add a, another comment about DRS and how it works itself. You know when you play Mario Kart oh. <laughs> and you get the mushroom and it just gives you those quick like bursts? Yeah. That's, that's it. exactly what a DRS that's it. system does. But there has to do with the mechanics of the car. Yeah. You don't just like automatically no, go faster. for the lay people, it's like a mushroom. You get the mushroom. So at this race in Australia, you, you can use your mushroom four times <laughs> over the course of the track, which is crazy because like we said... Most tracks have two. Um, Jetta has three. Four is unheard of. And we're going to see There's this no way they have four. That's up. a lie. She thinks I'm lying. Albert Park set to feature four DRS zones at 2023 Australian Grand Prix. They attempted to install four last year, but then didn't. Well, okay. So what does that mean for a race then? Essentially, it just means that... Hopefully more overtaking. Lots of overtaking. Yeah. And that's exciting. Australia is always a fun race to watch. Yeah. I love the track at Australia. Usually I love the Daniel Ricciardo content that comes with Australia. We have to get Daniel Ricciardo content. There's literally a huge banner yeah. outside the, the track that says, welcome home. Well, will it be there this year? I saw it. Oh, Someone okay. posted a photo of it saying okay. Danny Rick spotted in Australia and it was literally him and his face outside the Albert Park. Like. Okay. So if we don't see Danny, I'm going to cry. But he's been working on his wine. Have you seen this? Oh my God. Yes. Okay. The fact that so many of these drivers have other ventures, little yeah. business things that they're doing. Sometimes I'm like, what exactly are you doing? Right. But with Danny Rick and his wine and his clothing, yeah. which I own two pieces of. which We've I, talked about it. We are big merch girls. Which is really embarrassing. Not embarrassing. No, I wouldn't say embarrassing. I don't need to buy it, but I do. Is what well, I'm trying do. to say. Honestly, I love everything Danny Ricardo puts out. Mm -hmm. I would support everything. Not a huge wine drinker, but I would buy it. I'd buy just it. Just because it's his. Yeah. I don't know if we'd be able to get it here. No. Probably not for a, a little while, but I would if I could. Because I love Danny. And I love to support Danny. So he, yeah. So he's got his wine venture. He's got his clothing brand. Mm -hmm. Lando is very much into the online, like, gaming Yeah, world. we kind of touch, touched on it in the last podcast, but they do, like, Twitch streaming, and he's got his own, not necessarily him and the rest of the drivers. No, he actually it has, is. Like, it's its own team. Yeah. Quadrant is its own gaming team. Yeah. Like, eSports, whatever. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Like, it's a huge community. Well, I guess there, there is another driver, because Lando's best friend, Max, um, he used to race in Formula 3. Mm -hmm. Formula Max, 3. Max Futrell. Futrell, yeah. I love um, that man. I do. Yeah, he's He's kind of fun. He's hilarious. I love it when he attends races with Lando because yeah. the two of them together are just top tier comedy. Mm -hmm. um, so it is, yeah, he does have other drivers on the team, but yeah, that's Lando's other venture. So I, I support that. I have a quadrant hoodie that I love. I don't participate. Big merch girl. Yeah. I don't participate in online 
like the gaming stuff. I don't understand that world at all. We toyed with the idea a little bit of trying out oh, our hand in yeah. F1 sim racing. Because I used to have one. I used to have like the whole sim set up and I had F1 20. I had, yeah, it was a 2021 game. And it was fun. I was not good, but it was fun. I can't even drive my Buick SUV. Never mind. Like. <laughs> I was driving yesterday. <laughs> Downtown where we live has some one ways. But not all of them are one ways. And I yesterday I definitely drove on the wrong side of the lane. Nothing. I was I was fine. Like okay, but you know what? Formula One driving is different because yeah. you're all going the same way. We're all going the same way. I could never be a Formula One driver, and I also cannot drive my car because I think the moral of that story. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on. Okay, where are you gonna be watching the race? Here. You're gonna be watching it at home. Yeah, I definitely work at 9 a.m. on Sunday. So for us, the race is at midnight. Yeah. Which like Saturday night, midnight. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah Saturday night Saturday to Sunday. Night. It's basically Sunday morning, but yeah. it'll be Saturday night, midnight. So I'll be watching here. Yeah. And my friend got her shift covered because she wants to watch it because no way. she oh my god. This she, is what we're doing. We're converting people. We are literally converting people. She texted me and she said, Is Toto Wolf in the Netflix series? And I said, Yes, why? And she said, Why is he kinda hot though? Okay, she's seeing what we've all known yeah. for a while now. And I was like, well, you should watch the races because right. they do show him during, like, they show him in the yeah. pit. So she's like, okay, I'll get my shift covered. So she's coming to watch. And then my friend who binged season one of Drive to Survive mm-hmm. yesterday is also coming to watch. I'd love to know what she thinks of Marcus Erickson. <laughs> she didn't mention him at all. She said no that- No one knows this guy <laughs> or likes him, but I'm just like, whatever. She said she's like, Carlos is a cutie. She likes Daniel Ricardo, and I'm like, you're going to be hurt then yeah. because he's not driving this year. And I had to quickly give her a rundown of his F1 career. Yeah. So it'll be fun. I'm excited to watch the race with people yeah. who don't really know the race. Yeah. This is a good one because you're usually with people anyways on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And when you have someone who's never experienced watching a race before, I actually think it's really fun because you can kind of like explain, explain to them what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's more basis and more context for a podcast. Exactly. So we're just converting people. Yeah, no. I have friends who have started watching DTS as well. Actually. Really? Yep. yep. Oh, I love that. Um, I don't know how far they've gotten into it, but just the fact that we have got some people on Formula One makes me really happy. I've definitely converted a few of my coworkers just because I don't shut up about it. And they're like, well, we, I guess we got to see what the hype's about. Yep. This girl's speaking a different language, and we just need to try to understand And I'm it. not going to translate it, so they just have to keep up at this point. You might have seen this. I saw this on Twitter, and this is something I've been saying for months now. And I thought I texted to you, but I don't think I did. Are you going to tell me about Christian's lookalike? Yes. Emma sends me a text of what we're going to try to talk about during the podcast, and she sent this in a text. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I show you the picture, you're going to know. You're gonna okay. be, You're going to be like, oh, they're twins. Hang on. Hang on. You know Camp Rock? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like Joe's uncle? Oh. <laughs> uncle Brown from Camp Rock, Camp Director, Uncle Brown, <laughs> looks identical. Insert picture. To Christian Horner, team principal of Red Bull Racing. Yeah. They are twins. If you don't believe me, look it up right now, a yeah. side-by-side comparison. I saw it on Twitter, but I was like, no, I've been saying this for months now. You can't tell Unreal. me that it's not the same guy. No, it is. Okay, so now I know you meant, what you meant by that. By, I know. My, I sent you my notes, and, I was, and you were probably like, who? I was like, who are you talking about? Also, another one of Emma's notes. Do you want to explain your nail theory? <laughs> okay. This is a stretch. 
but I'm going to let her have it. Okay. Um, I know we don't post like full videos of our podcast episodes. We do post clips on TikTok. Yeah. If you pay attention to detail, you'll notice that my nails have been red for the last few weeks. I did that in support of Ferrari. More specifically, in support of Charles. Mm-hmm. Charles didn't do too hot the first two races. So now I'm like, okay, maybe it's the nails. So to test this theory, I thought I would start with like a blank slate and go with a driver who finished ninth both races, a.k.a. Pierre Gasly. Mr. Pierre. Yeah. So I got Alpine Pink, the BWT Pink, yeah. for my nails. And I want to see, one, if this helps Charles perform better, and two if Pierre performs worse. Not that I want him to perform worse. I do want him to finish higher than ninth. Right. But the nails seem to be having a negative effect on the races. Mm-hmm. That is my really self-absorbed theory. That's my nail theory. We should have gone navy blue to kind of maybe take away from Red Bull's success. But if, okay, how about if this theory... If it works, works then we'll get... Then we'll go navy blue. And we won't... I've had blue nails. They're not navy. These are more of a... Williams. Williams blue. Yeah. Williams has been doing okay. Williams hasn't been doing too for bad. For Williams. Yeah. So maybe you are the opposite and I'm like, I'm the supporting. Maybe. I go with the supporting nails. <laughs> we'll see. That's, yeah, that's my nail theory. Um, it's also, horrible. the green Red Bull is going to make an appearance back on the shelves this summer. Did I you it. see? No, I didn't. I was so excited. So, I thought it was no, a winter drink. I think drink. you did send it to me. The fig and apple one? There is coming back? I think so. I didn't send it to you. Oh. Are you sure? You're the only one that sends me Formula One stuff. I did not send you anything about Red Bull. Did you dream it? I had a dream that Pierre started a skincare line and it sold out (laughs) so fast. And I was so mad. That was my dream. I would buy Pierre's skincare line. Oh, I wanted to, but it sold out and so I couldn't get it. (laughs) Okay, so I'm tripping, I think. So there is no fig and apple Red Bull return. Hannah made it up. Okay, I'm, I might be tripping. I thought that I saw somewhere that the Green Red Bull is coming back, which is hilarious to me because of obviously the Green Red Bull stuff that happened last season. I know that Toto Wolf, how did he word it? He said, if our car just so happens to look like Red Bulls, like he kind of hinted towards them changing their car to match Red Bulls. You're for it. Yeah, me too. But he's owning up to it. And yeah. he's like, yeah, they have a good car. We want it. Um, the TikTok trend right now that's going viral on F1 TikTok is the soundbite um, during the driver's meeting in DTS. You got a problem. Change, change your, your fucking, fucking car. car. Yeah. yeah. So we might have to partake in that. Yes. Um, speaking of TikTok, we've got some really hilarious comments on oh. our TikTok that we posted last week. A lot of people do agree with our Hogwarts house sorting. Yes. Some people are thinking... George is more Slytherin, though. He has Slytherin episodes, I must say. Yeah, but Slytherin and Hufflepuff definitely go, like, yeah. kind of hand in hand. Yeah. But that's that was fun. I see, that started a bit of a conversation on TikTok, yeah. which I'm here for. And yeah. I would give anything to see the F1 drivers actually do a sorting test. It would be hilarious. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen at a London Grand Prix. True. If you do follow us on TikTok, you might have seen that we did this trend where it's a random letter generator a letter, it stops on a letter. You have to name something Formula One related. I that starts with that letter. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone else do this trend F1. I think we kind of started it. So good, good, for us. good for us. Love that. Because I've seen a few other accounts start to do it now. It went a little bit viral. I kind of. We love that for us. <laughs> Which is funny because we 
just really quickly did it. Yeah. And honestly, our brains were not They were so bad. Very clearly. We, Some of the comments are like, come on, you could have said this. You could have said this. You could have said race. You could have said Red Bull. Uh, you could have said Yuki. You could have said literally anything. So many things. And so we kind of got, you know, some fire for that. But it was pretty entertaining. It was entertaining. I think we need to do it again. Yeah. It's really hard to think <laughs> under pressure. Like, if I just yes. say a letter right now, J. Jack Harlow came to my brain. <laughs> Carlo has nothing to do with Formula One. See, it's hard to think under pressure. So that was fun. Anyway, we do encourage you to take a look at our content on TikTok because it's me and Hannah. You can see our thought process from our podcast. You can Um, see us in the flesh too. Yeah. Probably. Because if you don't know us, you probably have absolutely no idea whose voice is whose. My friend thought you were me. Yeah. yeah. And that's your friend. Like, Yeah. yeah. So, so putting some faces to the names on TikTok is fun. Followers are appreciated. And we put out content that you don't <laughs> hear on our podcast. Right. We also interact in the comments section quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you make fun of us. We make fun of us also. Yeah. So we can have a little chat yep. there. We can own up when we're being stupid. <laughs> okay. So we had fun with Harry Potter last week. Should we sort our drivers? What do we think? Should we do Taylor Swift albums? Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Drivers of Taylor Swift albums. Okay. I think you have to go first, I think, because I kind of took over Harry Potter. Maybe we'll go by album and see who fits the vibe. Okay. So starting, you know what? We're actually just going to take debut away. Okay. I don't think anyone fits in debut. No. Okay. We're going to go fearless. Taylor's version, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I think <laughs> if anyone is a fearless fan, it is Sir Alex Albon. Okay. And I can't explain why I feel that, but I do. Okay, I agree. I think Alex <laughs> Alex has Fearless. That's his album. Okay. Speak now. Maybe but... Lance a little bit. Do you have something else in mind for Lance? No. Look, at the end of the day, reputation is the easiest. Who? Max? No. What do you say? I don't think reputation is about getting revenge. Max has no need to get revenge. So She's already on top. Well, it's Lewis then. But it's, okay. Lewis gives me lover. <sighs> Lewis does not give me lover. Mm. See, okay, Reputation, that album, is half revenge and it's half, like, re-falling in love. But it's mostly, like... Mostly revenge. Don't, yeah, unless you're a, a big Swifty like the two of us, you don't really get the falling in love outside of love of, um, Reputation. So we're going to go with the revenge, the spiteful. I'm going to say Lewis. I'll say Lewis. I think that's a good one. For I, Red? I don't know. I thought we were going to order. Sure, let's go for Red. Red's a heartbreak album. I think if any of these drivers are going to break my heart, it would. <laughs> Charles, obviously, but I was going to say Pierre. Pierre. I think if any of these drivers would break my heart, it would be Pierre. See, okay. So Pierre can be in red as well. I'd say Carlos is also red. I would put Charles in red, but he really gives me folklore because no other reason except for the fact that he plays a piano. Folklore. Okay, Charles Folklore. I could see folklore. it. What do you think about George? We're just bouncing around here now. George is giving me no body, no crime vibes. Mm. Is that Evermore? Yes, it is Evermore. Yeah. Okay. Because kind of kind of sneaky. Yeah. Kind of smart. Yeah. Charles has to be Folklore, Emma, because of the love triangle. Giada. Oh, yeah. You're right. It has right. to be. Charles is officially a Folklore dude. Lando. Lover. Yeah. Lando, lover. Although, Pierre's in love, love right now. Right now? 
So are Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, this is not going as as It's harder well. than Harry Potter. It's definitely harder than Harry Potter. We're both Swifties, and I thought this would be like a little nice little crossover episode. Midnight's. Max? Why? <laughs> um, I'm thinking, you know how the whole concept of Midnight's is that it's like songs that she wrote on Sleepless Nights? Mm-hmm. I feel like Max, if he has an off week or like if things aren't going right for him, he's like up all night. Like mm-hmm. how the frick am I gonna you know turn what? this around for myself? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Okay, good. I talked you into it. <laughs> you pulled that out of your ass. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> that was really hard. And Fernando. We can't just leave him out. He's like top of the leaderboard right now. I'm gonna go debut because he's old. Okay, let's go half debut. Let's go half reputation because he is oh, trying okay, to... Yeah reinvent himself a little bit which is totally what t swift did during the reputation era yeah Yeah. okay that's our official taylor swift that's it that is that was difficult that was a a little bit of a mess yeah a little bit i hope it's appreciated though yeah for any taylor swift slash f1 fans and i would love to hear what people think and why tell us if we're wrong tell us if we're wrong tell us tell me if my max midnight midnight's explanation makes sense I think it does. I'm going to roll with it. Okay. Otherwise, in our TikTok comments, we would love to hear feedback. Mm-hmm. It's Track Talk Pod on TikTok. Track Talk Pod. We want to know what you guys like, what we don't like. Yeah. If we don't like this kind of fun segment at the end about like drivers and different aspects of our personalities, no, our I f- personalities. I feel like we're still going to keep doing it. I think we should just keep doing it. It's kind of fun. Maybe we'll have a Marvel crossover next week. I like that idea. Okay. That makes me really happy. Okay, great. I've we'll I, do that. Emma's ready to I'm go already thinking. We will talk to you all after the Australian Grand Prix. Yes. We'll figure out if our predictions are are correct or completely off. We'll I'm see. Feeling it's gonna be the former. I said who did I say? I said Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think they're gonna be the latter, no. not the former. I said Fernando. My predictions were Fernando Max Carlos. Right. Do you remember yours? Yes. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> write this shit down <laughs> okay well Mine were max okay max charles fernando yeah i had i had max first i had fernando third for sure okay those are our predictions we'll see if we're wrong let us know your predictions yeah can you comment on podcasts is that a thing no you can just review which oh. a nice rating interview would be lovely um <laughs> just gonna throw that in there just throw that in there but our instagram and our uh, tiktok are open for you guys to discuss yeah. either on our posts or DM us. Yes, we've got a, a couple DMs, not a couple. We've got a few DMs actually um, from people wanting to talk about about F one or like get into the sport or like if you are one of those people that's a little unsure of some of the terms that we've been using. Maybe there are some things we need to clarify. We'd yes, love to do so. Send us a message if you are listening and you're like, I don't know what this means. Yeah, um, we might explain it or we might talk about it in our next episode. Exactly. Yeah, and with that, we will see you next week. <laughs>